Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Bass Fishing for Noobs here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm Susie Q. Hey, Susie Q. How's it going? Oh, man. it's uh, It's been a pretty productive last couple of days. I've uh, taken a little bit of a break from fishing. Gasp. <laughs> <laughs> and I've uh, been uh, doing some uh, landscaping um you know and uh yard work and whatnot getting prepped for uh fourth of july and whatnot so uh yeah i got a got a little sunburn gonna say, it <laughs> almost looks like you spend a lot of time on the water you know <laughs> it does yeah uh but it's a little bit of the opposite uh last couple of days so uh what uh you know uh definitely gonna have some water time uh here uh hopefully coming up this coming weekend so uh yeah other than that, though, uh, yeah. Cool. And I, I've seen the pictures of her work, and it, it's very nice. So I got to gotta give props to her and uh, <laughs> the family for that. That looks like you've done a great job there. So. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. But actually, um, before we jump in with our guest here, uh, we do have some exciting news here. Uh, let me find my... building we're getting a good jump on next year well <laughs> we are yep. <laughs> uh why isn't it letting me load it hold on here mm-hmm. come on now sorry having some technical difficulties last minute mm-hmm. here no worries no worries trying to get the image to pull up here <sighs> we'll just build the suspense 
I, I, the people are are just on the edge of their seat. I can tell. Oh my gosh, what is it? Whatever shall it be? Oh, okay, here we go. Da 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 da. Booyah! Hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we have got the date set for Dale Hollow, Tennessee, next year, folks. Put it down in your calendars, Saturday, April 27th, and Sunday, April 28th, hosted by the one, the only, Eastport Marina. You know it, folks. This is the event to be at next year. Put it on your calendars right now. This is going to be awesome. We probably had the biggest payouts for big bass on both day one and day two it was what over two grand right it was what yep total 2100 or something like that yep it was crazy for two fish Yeah. yeah just for big fish just for big bass on day one and day two that was over four grand total for each day and we're going to try to surpass that for next year i was going to say every year we tend to tend to grow so that's right that, that's any indication then this year should be even crazier so that's right yeah so mark your calendars clear out your schedule save up your money or you know we might try to have some uh some pretty awesome uh you know awesome things in the works heck you know um you know we did some things last year where um you know we had like a free entry drawing or something like that you know i mean anything goes when it comes to this event this event is our baby it's the biggest awesomest thing ever i mean we had christine fisher at it we had tim isaacs at it this year yep who knows who might show up to it this next year. So Great. get these dates down April 27th, April 28th. Mark your calendars right now. All right. That is all. <laughs> very good. Very good. So we're getting a jump start on it, but yeah, guys, it'll be here before you know it. So, you know, just make sure you put it on your calendar and get prepared. Cause it's going to be, if we thought this year was crazy, next year is going to be even bigger. So that's right. You can sign up right now on Tourney X. All right. Well, speaking of uh, some other people who are having crazy uh, good years, um, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, Susie's good friend, Erin Mathis, decided to join us, and we had a fun time interviewing her. And um, she had mentioned uh, about uh, a young man that uh, is part of her kayak trail uh, who's actually been crushing it. And... uh, we had another uh, person kind of reach out to us and say, hey, you should probably have this uh, this young man on uh, the podcast because he is having a heck of a year. So um, I reached out to uh, the young man's father because I didn't want to just be that weird guy that reached out to me. <laughs> and I uh, said, hey, you guys want to come on the show? And they were gracious enough to uh, accept our invitation. So um, welcome to the sh- uh, new show, uh, Rich and Wyatt. Company. So How's it going, guys? Yeah, how are you guys doing? We're doing okay. We're hanging in there. Um, 
uh, I wanted to, for any of the folks who maybe didn't listen to Aaron's show with us or uh, might not be familiar, if you guys want to introduce yourselves, we'll just let the folks know who you are and where you're from. Um, yeah, I'm Wyatt Connolly. We're from Utah, Spanish Fork. Um, yeah, I just love bass fishing. Yeah. And I'm Rich Connolly. And um, how'd you, uh, Rich, uh, how'd you get started in bass fishing? And then uh, how'd you introduce Wyatt to it? I've been pretty much fishing my whole life. Uh, kind of got into bass fishing. I bought just kind of a cheaper kayak. And I seen kayak fishing in Utah online. I told my brother, I'm like, hey, this looks like something would be fun. And we just started doing it. And man, like the obsession grew like <laughs> immediately. It's like, this is the funnest time you can have. Awesome. Awesome. And then, uh, did you pretty much introduce Wyatt to it pretty much right off the bat? Wyatt, do you have uh, pretty early memories of fishing? Yeah, I've been fishing ever since I could walk. I've got my cabin. We have trout in the little pond up there. So <laughs> I fish until about I turned 12 or 13. And then my dad started putting me in a junior league once they made it. I think I was in the first tournament. I just loved it ever since. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, uh, um, from what Aaron was telling us is that you made a, a kind of a deal with your dad that uh, you wanted to fish in the kind of the the regular league instead of the junior league. And w what was that deal? So um, the first tournament I fished was Sam Hollow. And he said if I ended up in the top 10, he'd keep entering me into these adult tournaments. And so I think I placed eighth or ninth. So I kept doing that. And then I went to Manaway and didn't do as well. And then I went down to Jordan Ellis last tournament and took first. That's awesome. First place against adults. That's crazy. And I, I can see that big check in the background. Your dad mentioned that that was your check. So yeah. that's got to be cool. Um, so uh, what was that like? Um, did you feel like a lot of pressure that first tournament to try and get in the top 10? Or uh, were you kind of just laid back about it? Like, if I make it, I make it? I, was, I really wanted to fish adults because I was doing really well in the juniors. So I, it was like middle. We got into a really good bite. So I was like, I got this, and I was in the top 10. So I was like, I got this. And I just kept fishing until it was about time. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. And um, how, uh, how long have you been fishing, like, just in kayak tournaments in general? I'd probably say I think it was three years. Three, okay. Three or, years, three or four years. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, what, what uh, kayaks are you guys fishing out of now? Um, we have, we both have old town PLD one twenties. Okay. Gotcha. And I know, uh, Rich, you said you kind of graduated up from that, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I started in a, in a lifetime stealth. Okay. And then my brother bought the old town pedal and I'm like, I got to do something better than this. This, this Rollins for the, for the birds. <laughs> so I bought one and then but, I, had, I had a little green lifetime kayak and it was like, it was like and then I got his kayak and then they started pedaling and kept leaving me behind so my dad saw one on sale and we're like okay we're gonna go get this and we got it and it just totally brought my fishing to a different level yeah no I and uh once you once I switched to a pedal kayak I felt like I cover cover so much more water mm -hmm, yeah. last tournament I believe on Jordan now we we covered over six miles so wow. for a pedal kayak that's quite a ways you know heck yeah heck yeah and um, I know that's why I'm almost afraid to go try a, a Hobie 360 because I know, 
the second I try that, I'm going to have to, you know, buy it. So I've been, my, a buddy of mine has one. He's like, Hey, you want to come try it? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I want to stay married, you know, <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I'm pedaling a Hobie Outback now. And, uh, I love that. It's, it's just everything I needed to do. So, yeah. um, but, um, well, very cool. And, um, so, <laughs> um, Wyatt, how did your dad kind of teach you or did you kind of learn on your own or how, what was your learning progress or process like? So when I was really young, we just get power bait and cast it out to catch trout. And then once I started bass fishing, um, my uncle and my dad were just the best teachers. They just like I used to fish a really like we just fish slower like lures. We don't fish power most of the time. And they just told me, like, move it slow and you'll get them. So we just started moving it slower. And then I, like, when I first went out, I couldn't catch one to save my life. And then as I just kept fishing, I just got way, be- way better. And, and now just, you have a lot, of, a lot of confidence in it? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And you, you said you, you prefer, like, slower moving stuff, or are you actually kind of graduating at all to power stuff or power techniques? Um, I just like fishing, like, slower because I feel like it's a little bit more chill. And kind of, I don't know, I just, that's just what I like for techniques. No, and I, I, I feel you there. I, I'm very similar. I, um, I'll throw a crankbait now and then and, and moving stuff, but uh, I definitely feel a lot more comfortable slower. I don't know about Susie. She's she's probably a, a good mix, right? Totally the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to kind of be on the move. I hate slow fishing. But, you know, I think it's kind of like, you know, different because of, you know, kind of the – the setup as far as you know the lakes and stuff that you know you guys have out there compared to like what we have out there you know the the big reservoirs that you have out there and as far as um you know the different um access to the different types of water you guys have that out there i don't know how far you guys might have to travel to get to different variety of uh, waters and whatnot so that might also be part of, you know, the way that you guys might have had to learn as well. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA. 
Yeah, it really just depends on what's around you. Because if you're in shallow water, usually we'll throw like a spinnerbait or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you're in really deep water, we throw like a jig. Mm-hmm. The majority of our lakes are mostly smallmouth. There's yeah. a few that have both. There's a few that just have large mouth, but most of them are, are smallmouth lakes up here. Interesting. With, and with then, the exception well, of a few. Okay. And would you say they're they're pressured or like is there a lot of water or is there is it pretty pressured because there's not a lot of water? I would say they're pretty pressured. I mean, you really gotta fish it methodically, you know, and watch for them drop offs and spots that guys would miss, you know, offshore okay. stuff. Okay. And uh, do you guys run electronics on your kayaks to find that kind of stuff, or you just go by what you know? I, I run electronics. Okay. I run the the uh, oh you'd ask me this. Yeah, the Helix 7. Okay. And he just runs a cheap uh, Garmin Striker 4. But we're usually relatively, we're pretty close to each other. So we bounce our information off back and forth. And I'll tell him not to fish a certain spot, and he'll go there and knock the crap out of me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to second guess him anymore. Just do your thing. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty soon you'll be following him around. Yeah. That's the way it is now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, very cool, very cool. So, um, would you say that that I, I guess that does make sense then? If if you are fishing fishing pretty heavy, uh, pressured waters, then uh, if you do, I I could see where going slow and you know slowing down and picking up all the really picking apart places where other people might just kind of burn through uh, with power techniques might be productive. So, yeah. Interesting. And um, you mentioned that, uh, you know, uh, when did you guys get involved with Aaron's uh, um, trail? Uh, for me, it was, I believe, four years ago. <laughs> and I think Wyatt was three, four years ago. He was pretty soon after we started him. Mm-hmm. They start started the junior league. And I thought, you know, this is a fun thing for kids to do. Get them off the video games, not watching TV. Get out, move around and have fun and get some clean air. Absolutely. Definitely. And, uh, you know, uh, how many other kids were in it that with you, uh, Wyatt? Um, when I first started, it was like four or five. And now we like the most we've had so far is about 20, I think. Which yeah, is for, pretty for, good. Some, for some reason during COVID, we had quite a few more kids. And then once COVID got over, it, the numbers are kind of dwindling a little bit. But I don't know. But that, We'd like to get some more juniors. Yeah, I was going to say, but then he jumped up to the the regular tournaments, and, you know, I'm sure that, from what Aaron was telling us, that's pretty well attended as well, right? Yeah, yeah, the adults have always been, there's always been quite a few adults. Um, I think not maybe as huge as, like, your guys' tournaments. We have, you know, like a big one would be, yeah, in the 70s. Well, I, for my local trail, that's, that's pretty big. That's you know. pretty big, yeah. I mean, yeah. for Illinois, our permits only allow us to have a max of 50. Really? So, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's a really good turnout Yeah. a tournament. So I'm, I'm actually our, pretty our, envious. Our club is so awesome. It's all family-related, you know. Like Aaron's probably told you guys, we all kind of camp together. Yes. And it's, a good, it's a good weekend voyage and get away from work. Absolutely. Aaron, yeah. Some, yeah. Yeah. Some of Aaron's stories were, it really, you know, made me jealous that, you know, not yes. that my, uh, my trail isn't cool, but that definitely sounds like a, a really tight knit group and a very cool thing. So. 
Yeah, I think I think that's something that we get that maybe the boat tournament guys oh, don't yeah. get. I mean, they go, you know, they usually will take hotel rooms or or Airbnbs, so they're not all together. But we like to camp out. We like to, that's just part of it, you know. Absolutely. I heard maybe the downside though is uh, to get to like some of the different lakes. It could be quite a haul. Yeah, yeah, they're not. <laughs> They're not too bad. I mean, like our furthest one is probably uh, Sand Hollow. And, you know, it's it's about three and a half hours from where we live. Maybe four, four and a half from where Aaron lives. Mm -hmm. gotcha. That's not horrible, but. True. Yeah, it's yeah. doable. Yeah, that's. um. And then, um, Wyatt, the, 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 the tournament that you won, how many people fished in that? I think it was 55 or uh, 45. Yeah, it's still, though, that's 45. Yeah. And for you to, you know, come out on top, that had to feel pretty cool, man. Yeah, it was a pretty good feeling. I, my uncle Jason was telling me like, hey, you like he was just messing with me because he knew that I was on the top because Aaron told him that. Like she called him because she was like, hey, um, you both of them are in the money. One's in good money. One's in the money. And so he was like, okay, one of them is in really good money, and I knew I was in second because I shut off the standings two hours before. Right. And so. And he told me that one of my fish got docked. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and so after they got at first second, I was like, oh, I really don't have money. And they called first. I was like, oh, my gosh, I really did make first. I was really excited. <laughs> and then how close was it? Was it pretty tight? Pretty tight margin? So I think what happened is he was a couple inches ahead, but he didn't have his fish touching the, like, top of his board. So I got his inches deducted, but I had the bigger fish, so we were tied. So I got first for that. Nice tiebreaker with big fish. Nice. nice. Do you guys have like lunker lunker in those tournaments too, or uh, like big bass? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we call yeah, it we do. Nice. Cool. Yeah, and he he had big bass all day until I would say maybe an hour and a half before the tournament was over. So <laughs> I thought he was going to win that too, but well, still it's uh, still an impressive accomplishment. So congrats on that, man, and. Um, so, um, how many more tournaments do you have left in your trail? Um, I believe three. Okay. But then we do we do a kitty pole tournament. It's a charity pole tournament where you got to fish with a little Zebco kitty tournament. Oh, yeah. It's kind of challenging. And then they do like a major league bass, but those aren't like official. It doesn't go towards your AOI points. It's just for fun and little little pot money. Gotcha. Well, I got. I was just going to mention AOI with uh, taking first place in a tournament and you know top ten and at least one other one. You got to be kind of eyeing that a little bit too. He was in fourth before the last tournament, so I'd imagine he jumped up because a couple of the guys that were ahead of him didn't didn't fish it. So wow, I don't Very know. Cool. Second, first, he's somewhere in that area. Maybe third. I don't know. Nice. Now, is it like so many events out of so many? Is it? Like you know, yep. best three out of five or something. Yeah, yeah, they'll drop they'll drop your two worst tournaments. Oh, okay, nice. So, yeah, yeah. So we got to perform on the next ones. Yeah. <laughs> the pressure's on. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh man, I I know that feeling with AOI. There was a couple years where you know I was kind of up there with AOI, but man, the, depending on how the championships are uh, built. Man, sometimes those can like make or break you. <laughs> I had one where like day one championship that just 
that stuck a fork in me and I was done. Like I caught three <laughs> fish and I was just like, yep, nope, there goes my AOI. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, hey, you know, that's that's fishing sometimes, you know, it just sometimes you just you're on them and sometimes you're not, you know, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's so awesome. You know, hear how you've just, you know, you've, you've triumphed, you know, I mean, sometimes you've had some really good days, you know, other days, you know, even though you were, you know, maybe eighth place, ninth place, Hey, you've, you've stuck with it. in so far, um, what, uh, besides, you know, kind of fishing slow and whatnot, what have been your, uh, like your, your confidence, baits and techniques that uh have kind of been your um your go-tos for most of your tournaments um probably net rigs and um texas rigs and jays okay nice very cool yeah and (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna convert her to the net rig i know (laughs) (laughs) but see like with, with my area like we just we have nothing but like weeds and mud and stuff like that so it's just like it's not ned rig friendly <laughs> no yeah. yeah very not ned and a lot of ours are rocks so <laughs> right yeah and so it's just like it, it it wouldn't even make sense to fish the ned rig yeah you know? but like come to like an area like yours i'm sure it would probably be like you know yeah yeah that it would just be yeah of course so yep and that's it. Their, their area is similar to mine. Like the Susquehanna is very rocky. And um, Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop. 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, Log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. So that's why uh, I'm a Ned Rig lover, because it is smallmouth crack. But uh, they definitely seem to love it. And um, you mentioned jigs. Now, jigs is one thing that I have never, uh, I still struggle with, and I, I don't know why. It, um, I can, I, uh, people have said it's, you know, it's kind of somewhat similar to a Ned Rig and how you work it, you know, as long as you're working it slow. But for some reason i just don't have confidence in that at all so i might have to get some pointers from you <laughs> yeah i've never and i've never had very good confidence in jigs until this year okay yeah, and what this year, the first tournament he killed on jigs that's that's what he got most of his fish on gotcha and something just clicked or it just happened to be a, a good jig bite that day no, it was just it was picking up bigger than average fish for some reason, we just, on them jigs that we use, picks up bigger than your average. And you know, as well as, as I do, you have a couple of good kickers. That's pretty much all you need. Absolutely. Above your average. Yep. Yep. And um, the, the waters that you fish, you know, you mentioned that they're rocky. Or is it mostly reservoirs or is there any moving water like uh, rivers at all? Uh, so Jordan Heller was. 
Um, we're doing Cutler this next this next tournament, and it's it's got about a one mile an hour current okay. through the, the whole lake. So it's, it's it's pretty much a big river channel. It's uh, maybe a hundred yards, two hundred yards wide. Okay, and would that would you say? I mean, that is that uh, kind of what you're used to, or is that that's more of an outlier? And so it'll take a little bit of uh, learning and practice to kind of figure out that moving water. Um, we went and pre-fished before the tournament and pretty much have it figured out. Uh, it's a little different than what we're used to, but I, I think we got it figured out. Cool, cool. Well, it's it's a little different. You got to kind of work it different than you would normally you know oh absolutely yep uh i coming from an area i like obviously have the susquehanna in my backyard and that fish is completely different than the lakes around me so uh um i you know i, I started when i started fishing i fished only the lakes because i was in, uh, kind of intimidated by the river intimidated about like just a safety factor you know because i do fish alone a lot and yeah. um but as soon as i went out there and started catching fish i was like oh yeah i'm not going back to the lake because yeah, I know right where they're supposed to be and they're, they're actually there for once, you know? So yeah, uh, I was super pumped when I started fishing the river and um, you know, now I, now it's, I only go to the lakes when the river's blown out and I can't really fish it. So <laughs> but, yeah, um, most, most, most of our water is pretty much still water. You know, there's not much current going through them. And what's your, what's the depth like? Are you guys, you mentioned um, finding stuff offshore you know, when you have to, or, you know, but you also said about shallow, is there a good mix or is it a lot of, it's, uh, it's a good mix. They, you know, it, a lot of, most of the lakes that we have here are fairly deep, meaning, I don't know, I'm like Jordan now, we were finding them in water. Yeah. And somewhere in that range and the lake's a lot deeper than that. It's, it's over a hundred feet deep, oh, wow. but there's a fair amount of good gradual slope uh then it will drop off to a shelf and that's that's where we were finding them where we where we'd find a little drop off we'd just pull pull down off of those and as soon as they'd fall off you'd get hit right right that sounds like a, a very popular tactic anytime you can find a, a steep uh well a, a, where it goes from a kind of like a, a shelf like you're saying to a steep drop off and they usually hang around that edge and just wait for stuff to fall off. So the the first the first tournament of the year was down to Sand Hollow and we had a pretty good we had a pretty good bag, both of us, and we found a spot an hour before the tournament was over. And it is basically a big ravine out in the middle of the it was probably a hundred yards from the shoreline, but it went from fourteen to thirty feet and it was maybe fifty yards wide. And every cast, every cast we pulled off of that, <laughs> we had one on. We we probably caught 20 fish, 30 fish in less than an hour. Wow. We had one of the guys in the club was watching us. He's like, what in the heck are you guys using? I said, the same exact thing you were using, but we found a spot that they were just sitting there. Very cool. Just, Very just cool. waiting to ambush, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And, um, when you can find those spots and, you know, really just go through the fish like that, just looking to cull, um, that's got to be a cool feeling. Yeah, I think we both got two cull, cull fish in the last hour there. Nice. Nice. Oh. Yeah. And Rich, when you uh, when you uh, kind of made that deal with Wyatt, what was your expectation? Was you, did you, were you confident that he would pull it off? or? Uh, um, not really. I, 
I told him, I said, you got to be in the top 10, man. You know, if you're not, you're going to go back to the, go back to the junior league. And, you know, he's a competitive kid at heart. He, you know, he plays sports, wrestles and plays football and he just wants the good competition. You know, he, he was just beating those kids by a lot, a landslide. And he really does deserve to be in the adults. You know, I mean, he, he fishes hard. He doesn't, he doesn't screw around when he's out fishing. It's all, it's all game. And so, obviously the results speak for themselves. So, yeah. Yeah, he's he's kicking my butt. So I mean, <laughs> I think I taught him too well. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, um, I wanted to uh, also just talk a little bit about uh, uh, why what your plans are. You know, past. I know obviously you're you're probably shooting for AOI this year, and uh, just uh, what any plans um, to continue on with this, or what what what's your thoughts? Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to win AOI right now. And then, like in the net future, I would like to go fish like pros. Yeah, go fish yeah. in the United States. Very cool. Very cool. Is there many um, like uh, pro tours around you guys? Like I know, luckily, over here on the East Coast, we do get quite a bit of stops. But I know <clears throat> some do make, venture their way somewhat are out there. Uh, what like what's the closest pro places to you? Like pro tour uh, stops? I think California. Okay. I think they got the West Coast Championship over there, which he's qualified for. I don't know if we'll be able to make it or not, but that would be pretty cool. Yeah, Erin's even offered. I mean, she's such an awesome lady. She's offered to take him out and take him out and go fish out there. So I don't know. I don't know what we'll do for sure. Well, it's uh, safe to say that future is bright anyway. So uh, looking forward to seeing how he does, and um, you know. Uh, um, I was going to say, uh, you know, just hearing, it almost it feels like we should have done this episode on Father's Day or something, because uh, your story is very cool. And uh, um, Susie, did you have anything else yet, you know? Um, I was going to say, um, I don't know if, um, do you plan to stay like in the kayak world or are you going to venture? I don't know if you have... Um, I'm pretty jealous of this too, <laughs> uh, but like my high school now has like a bass fishing team, whatnot. I don't know if uh, your school has anything like that. If you're looking to get involved with any, any of those things and like, you know, I know there's college fishing teams now, like, I don't know how far ahead you're looking into any of those types of things. Oh, he's thought all that over. Our, our town <laughs> next to us has uh, a fishing team for the high school and he's been trying to convince us to go to that high school for that reason <laughs> nice so well and you um susie mentioned you know boat boat uh teams but uh, i've actually even heard of um some high schools and colleges having kayak teams now too so nice. um definitely That'd be awesome yeah don't have to live live in the the with all the glitter boats you can actually have your little plastic boat too right well heck he could even start his own very uh, yeah there you there go, you go. You know, I mean, why not? <laughs> and just from what Aaron was telling us, you know, and, and the popularity of, you know, kind of the the, the trail that you guys are on, that I, I almost think that there's enough probably uh, support for that. You could probably, you know, make that happen. I, you know, it sounds like, you know, the 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 popularity is growing, and you know, the more the more the merrier. You know, anything that helps grow the sport. So I think you guys are kind of in on the on the right side of the trend there. So. 
stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool if they got a high school team for kayaks. Well, Rich, maybe you could like uh, coach that, you know, you know. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you did a good, good enough job with Wyatt, so. Well, I'll, then I'll train all them guys, and they'll kick my butt even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never be in the money. <laughs> yeah. That, well, you'll like, just you'll just charge to to be their teacher then. <laughs> Or you can make a deal with them. Hey, uh, during tournament season, you know, you guys have to stay focused on the high school tour. You know, you can't fish any of those other ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the way to go. I'm charging commission now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, very cool, guys. Um, uh, Wyatt, I, I don't know um, what your uh, social media presence is like. I know, uh, obviously, with, you know, as anglers uh, grow and get bigger, that's something that they work on. You uh um, do you have something in the works with that or, you know, anything that you wanted to throw out there? Yeah, I have, um, Instagram and Facebook. It's wild ginger, um, two, four, three. Okay. Yeah. Two, four, seven, one. Two, four, seven or two, four, three. Two, four, seven. I'll double check it before I put it in the show notes, but, uh, is that okay if I put that in there yeah. so folks can find you? Yeah. Cool, cool. And, um, are you, you looking at any sponsors or anything like that? Yeah, I've got one sponsor right now from Empire Rods. Empire, okay. Nice. Very cool. That's nice. And uh, I'm sure as you keep uh, putting more checks on your wall back there, that uh, those opportunities will probably grow for you as well. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> cool. And um, um, anything else, any other people that you just want to shout out that uh, have helped you guys along the way or anything like that? Um, yeah, my uncle Jason. I think he was on here a while ago. Okay, what's uh, what's his last name? Connolly. Oh, okay. Connelly. Jason okay. Connolly. Okay. Yeah, he was he was fishing for the Angler of the Year last year. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. All right, and well, that's great, guys. And um, um, I just wanted to thank you guys for coming on. And uh, Wyatt, obviously, good luck uh, in the future. Same to you, Rich. Uh, uh, thank you. I, uh, you obviously have a little bit of a uh. uh someone uh, a competitor right in front of that front of you but it uh it's very cool that you guys uh um compete together and and uh i, I love that dynamic uh, do you guys when you go out fun fishing is it still competitive between just the two of you yeah we do our little own tournaments <laughs> a lot of times we do hey we're we're gonna run a mock tournament here we'll, let's see who gets the most inches yeah well that's probably good experience you know because then you know it's it still gets you that experience of, you know, wanting to, to find fish and, you know. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. You know, you know, get your limit, you know, and then start calling. It's good experience. And uh, obviously it's it's working because, you know, the, you know, uh, both of you guys are, are, are doing pretty good. So, yeah, it's definitely great practice. Gotcha. So, Wyatt, do you have any other tips for or, or anything that you'd like to say to other, you know, kind of kids who are looking at you and being like, wow, look what he's doing, you know, and, you know. Yeah, just try to get out every weekend and practice a lot. Practice makes perfection. So. And really, honestly, YouTube is like really, really helpful because you can watch those videos and get tips from everybody else too. 
What are some of your favorite YouTubers that you guys watch? Um, I can't remember their name. It's Fred Blanchard, Christine Fisher, uh, some of the uh, Bass Tactics. Gotcha. Just like, a good mix. We just put through there. Something looks good. We watch them, you know, and try to pick up new techniques and new things to use. There's definitely a ton of information out there. So, uh, there is. And, and uh, that's, you know, everybody's trying to kind of fill that void. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know, uh, Rich, how, who, who taught you to fish, Rich? My dad. Your dad? And, yeah, uh, I pretty much grew up, grew up with a fishing pole in my hand, just like Wyatt, when I could walk, you know. Gotcha. And um, as you were learning, obviously, you didn't probably have YouTube as much. Well, maybe you did. I, I'm 46, no. and I guess I was going to say. I'm um, older than you. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, um, what, where did you pick it up? Just, just from him or just from trying uh, it? My dad never did bass fish a lot. It was just something I just started doing and trial and error, you know, watch the old bass fishing shows on Saturday morning. They'd put on TV and go from there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it's uh, kind of, you know, we're kind of spoiled now in that today's information age where, you know, you can pretty much find any kind, any technique you want online and kind of get the ins and outs of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Why, is there any technique that you're looking to learn maybe in the, in the future, you know, that you would like to get better at? Yeah, I'd like to learn a little bit more power fishing because it's a little hard for me. Most of the power fishing I do is if I'm traveling, just throw on some bait behind me. Gotcha, gotcha. Come to the Midwest. <laughs> he, he tends to fish power fishing a little bit more when we're not doing tournaments then he always reverts back to finesse fishing because he's more comfortable with it and he knows he can catch a good amount of fish you know mm-hmm. well very cool very cool well, i guys, did have a question uh for both of you guys uh what is your uh personal best yeah that's a good question i probably say mine is to, um Probably seven pounds. Seven pounds. All right. My my best is twenty one inches. I don't know what it weighed because I don't carry a scale with me for a large mouth. Yeah, we were okay. just I was just out fishing Quail Lake and um we were just after San Hollow and we were fishing them on their beds and I threw bluegill at it and I probably fished that fish for probably an hour. Wow. And I probably got it to where it would, like it got it in far enough to where I could get the hook in there good. Oh, and I, I, I'm just guessing. I don't know the exact weight, but I probably say about seven pounds, seventy-six pounds. Yeah. He yeah. did. Yeah. He did catch about a thirty-eight-inch muskie <laughs> up to Pineview two years ago during a tournament. Nice. So that was pretty cool. That, those are that fun. Is, yeah. <laughs> Got a Very few cool. of those. Got a few of those too. Yeah. When I saw that thing, I, I was fishing for crappie. I shot a little crappie lure, like an huh. inch long, and I was like, "Holy crap!" So I cast it out there, and I was swimming it, and it, it like chased it, and it was chasing it really hard, and got on top of my boat, and I cast it back out, and it just slammed it. Wow! Did you have a net that you could catch it in, or did you just? Yeah, I I had to put it in the net. I had to get it to where it was completely folded for so I could get it in the net. I figured. I was gonna say. I don't know that I'd be prepared to, to handle a fish that size. So yeah, trying to figure on my little green kayak was a real big pain. <laughs> well, I'm quite a rodeo. I, I bet. I, I can imagine. Well, especially with a little guy, you know, that was probably a heck of a sleigh ride. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Awesome. Very cool. 
That is awesome. So your other, your PBs are both largemouth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Well, how, how, what's your smallie size get to out there? Is it, they pretty good size too, or like, I, get, I think the biggest they'll get around here is 20, 20 inches at most. Okay. He did, yeah. he did catch one 19 and a quarter. Yeah. 19 and a quarter. Okay. Like his, I think it was his, about his very first junior league tournament. So he, he, he I beat most of the dopes on that one too. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, now uh, 19 and a quarter is nothing to sneeze at. That's Yeah, that's a that's a good fish. Yep. Yep, they I think you know they I've seen charts and stuff and that's probably, you know, a 7 to 10 year old fish. So mm -hmm. it it takes a while for them to get that big. Yeah. yeah. Especially in those colder lakes too. Yeah. Cool. Well, um anything else you guys want to throw out there or anything you you want to mention? No, not really. I think we got it covered. All right, guys. Well, uh, again, thanks so much for coming on. Um, I wish you both the best and uh, would love to hear from you guys how you're doing. And uh, maybe we'll check back in with you and uh, see how you finish out the year. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. No problem. Thanks for coming on. And um, uh, if you would mind, um, we're going to, uh, after we roll the credits, just hang out for a sec because I, I need to get a little bit more information from you and then uh, we'll, we'll let you go. But um, okay. cool. Uh, Susie, anything else you wanted to add? Um, I think that's about it. We'll be following you guys and, uh, yeah, we'll see how uh, everything turns out, uh, and see, uh, if you can nail that AOI at the Word. end of the year. We'll, uh, we're cheering for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Um, if you're interested in uh, checking Wyatt out, um, make sure you check out the show notes. I'll have uh, links to his social media down there and um, cheer him on if you like. And um, again, this has been the uh, Best Fishing for Noobs uh, podcast here on the uh, Panel and Fin Network, uh, where we bring you the techniques, the tricks, and the tips to help you rip more lips. You guys have a good night. It's the most exciting fishing that I know, right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome! Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.